Welcome to episode 42 of the Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Fountas. Today, we have extra special guest, Carrie, a.k.a. at WWE SQD Circle Guy on Twitter to talk about his experiences being front row at Royal Rumble and NXT TakeOver because we were supposed to be on with him right after those shows. We were having uh, technology issues. Sorry about that. Uh, we figured it out, though, and he also was at WWE Elimination Chamber last night, so we get his, some of his thoughts on that, some issues uh, with that unruly crowd that was there, maybe, little little tidbits he had, as well as the fan reaction to Roman Reigns winning the Chamber match, to Alexa Bliss's promo after there, to the Ronda Rousey segment, basically just what it was like to be there. Also, the bulk of our conversation was uh, discussing... WrestleMania and how his experiences being there, because he's been going there every year since WrestleMania 17. He's got some tips for you on access, on Hall of Fame, on getting tickets, on what to do, what not to do, where to go, all that stuff. So if you're a first-time Mania person, or even if you've been to Mania before, but are just looking for some extra information, definitely good info from Kerry. Uh, I've been to a bunch of WrestleManias, not as many as he has, and like I mentioned a few weeks, I think last week, yeah, I'm going again this year. So if you are going to New Orleans and you see me out, please say hello. Uh, I'll probably be either wearing some ridiculous T-shirt, my I Never Complain Online shirt, or my American Flag Lex Luger shirt. I'll be the tall six foot four guy with, uh, I don't know, I don't know how to describe me. I'll have a beard, most likely. Maybe glasses. Maybe contacts. <laughs> I'll post some stuff out on Twitter. So if you guys see me, please say hello. I'll take a selfie with you, and I'll tag you on Twitter, and maybe I'll give you a fun prize if I have anything. Or I'll buy you a drink. If we're at a bar, and if that's if that's your kind of thing, as long as you're of age. If you're not, I'll buy you a soda or a pop, as we call it out here in Chicago. Speaking of Twitter, guys, make sure you could follow us on Twitter at PPW Podcast. I'm loving all the interaction we've had lately, all the new followers, uh, all the threads I get tagged, and I love it. Please keep that up at WWE. Sorry, that's Carrie's Twitter. Ours is at PPW Podcast. Make sure to follow us and tweet and tag us. We really, really love that. And if you want to send us a note, ppwpodcast at gmail.com for long notes or audio questions or comments. And if you want to subscribe on iTunes, we're Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast. You can find us on SoundCloud on Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast. Stitcher, if that's your thing, or if you have an Android user, search Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast, and we will be right there in your app. Uh, before we get into Carrie's interview... Just a couple things going on in, in my world as a wrestling fan. First, as you've probably noticed, Eric isn't here this week. Uh, Eric had an appointment and he couldn't be here. I wasn't sure if we were going to have a show this week, but luckily Carrie was able to make it. And uh, So I'm talking solo in my room by myself. So excuse me if it's a little bit awkward this week. I've been watching a lot of uh, New Japan stuff, and it's just to, kick, to catch up a little bit. And i got to say, this whole uh, Bullet Club is fine, Cody versus Kenny 
uh, and then the young bucks are involved in Marty scroll. Like I am in, you know, I'm, I, I'm so invested in this, which I could not believe I would be for someone that's a super casual fan of ring of honor and new Japan wrestling. I watched the honor rising show over these past couple of weeks uh, or the past couple of days on new Japan world, which by the way, guys, if you're looking for something to check out and just new wrestling, the new Japan world website is basically just like the WWE network. It's 10 bucks a month. It's not as polished as there is as the WWE network is, um, but you can still navigate on it. If you have an Amazon Fire Stick, there's an app for it on there, so you could watch it right on your TV without having to hook a computer up. Uh, there's lots of English commentary stuff. There's stuff with subtitles. There is such an archive of amazing matches if you haven't seen them over the years. And if you're strictly a WWE fan, you could see some of your favorites um, that are in WWE now in Japan. You can see Finn Balor when he was Prince Devitt, or you can see Gallows and Anderson. You could see Mike and Maria Kanellis. You could see AJ Styles. You could see AJ Styles versus Shinsuke Nakamura, their first matchup at Wrestle Kingdom a couple years ago. I'm really into it. I've dug myself kind of a hole in into this and into finding more wrestling, and I just, I don't know. I'm a big fan. I can't recommend it enough. And especially for those people out there that are complaining that they're not fans of WWE, that they're sick of Roman Reigns winning and, and, and whatever else, there's alternatives out there for you, and they're easier than ever to get to. <clears throat> I'm not giving up WWE anytime soon or anything like that. I'm still a fan. There's still enough stuff on there to keep me interested. There's stuff I like, stuff I don't like, just like everybody else, but I'm still a big fan of it. I also <clears throat> would like you guys on Twitter to shoot me show suggestion ideas. We had one um, a, a little bit ago. Someone wants us to do the Wrestling with Shadows documentary, just a review of it. And I think that's a good idea. So maybe we'll possibly get that out next week. If I find that, I, I don't have time to find my Twitter, uh, the person who did it. Sorry, my bad. I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to go through my, my timeline to find who tweeted it to me. I should have written it down, but... That will be a fun show to do, to, to go to the Wrestling with Shadows documentary show. Uh, if you guys don't know what that is, Bret Hart had a documentary crew follow around him all through 97, 96 and 97, leading right up to the Montreal Screwjob. So it's an insane amount of access to WWE and backstage stuff back in the day. So it's it's really cool to check out if you haven't seen it. I'm pretty sure the whole doc's on YouTube, not necessarily legally, but check that off possibly for a show prep next week. Uh Let's go ahead and now get right into the interview with Carrie. It was a lot longer than I thought it was going to be, and we were talking after it's over, like, oh, man, that flew by. You know, so we've got a lot of tips for you guys on WrestleMania stuff, lots of comments on the product, and lots of feedback uh, from just two fans. And make sure to follow him on Twitter, at WWESQDCircleGuy, Instagram, CollarXElbowGuy. And if you go to the Collar Elbow brand page, which is Al Snow's clothing brand, which he talked about a bit on his Steve Austin podcast when he was on Austin show. You can use the promo code Carry, which is K-E-R-R-Y, and you'll get 10% off of all of your orders on there. So make sure if you're going to buy something, use Carry's promo code Carry to get those that money off. And here he is, Carry, uh, WWE Squared Circle Guy. Okay, guys, we got Carrie on the line, our friend at WWESQD Circle Guy on Twitter, at Guy on Instagram. Give him a follow for all of his uh, pictures from front row of shows and meeting wrestlers and all other stuff. Carrie, how you doing? I'm doing well exhausted, but I'm good. Yeah, you're still out in Vegas? No, I just got back. Early morning flight. Oh, wow. So you, uh, you probably are really tired, man. Well, thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. Oh, yeah, no problem. Uh, yeah, Carrie was at the Elimination Chamber last night in Vegas, flew back to Chicago. I didn't know that. I figured you would still be there. But, uh, Carrie, we're going to talk a little bit backwards, like I told you before we got started here. 
we were supposed to talk after you were on the Rumble. I don't know however long that was like last month. We had technology issues because we're both kind of slow on that that end, and we couldn't figure out our issues. We got those figured out now. So let's go back to Philadelphia. I don't know four or five weeks ago, you had the Rumble and you had NXT Takeover, which were two really really good shows. Uh, and then also there were some travel package perks in that too with the Rumble this year. Yeah, they um, for NXT they usually they have nothing really for that. But um, Sunday morning we had the breakfast, you know. Open buffet meet and greet with uh, Matt Hardy and Alexa Bliss that morning, uh-huh. and, and later that day we had a you know our own separate entrance to the arena and had a pre dinner open bar reception um, with AJ Styles and Charlotte, which was nice, and got to you know get inside the arena before anybody else, which is you know kind of cool, especially if people like to go buy merchandise and shirts and stuff like that. Yeah, and that's also cool that it's they're not giving you like not not to degrade anyone on the roster, but you're getting the top of the level people the men and the women so that's really cool yeah they try to take care of us you know sometimes they can't you know you know if you know someone like venture no says no we can't they need to do this they need to do that sure. well because sometimes you know while you can't see it you can still hear them like rehearsing in the arena when you're inside you know like at the reception so. okay okay that makes sense let's start with the actual show itself so the takeover show i thought was just an amazing show and that main event was insane what was the atmosphere kind of like for that show? Was it a packed house? Was there some areas tarped off? How was that being oh, there live? Oh God, it, it was a poorly drawn show. It's a oh, shame. Really? NXT. I mean, I have I can't remember. the last time I think I was, it was outside of NXT Orlando. I haven't been to a, a sold out takeover in, in quite a while. Probably yeah. since uh, Takeover Dallas, Takeover Brooklyn two in twenty sixteen. Mm-hmm. They, they just they just don't sell out. Honestly, they have, they probably had worse attendance than SmackDown. Okay, but it, but regardless. The card itself, I think, delivered from top to bottom. Oh, the card night. itself. Yeah, the card itself is delivered. So people who missed out, that's a shame. You missed out on a great show. Yeah, that main event with, you know, with Chuddy Wrestling, I think, stole the, probably stole the weekend that weekend. I don't know what your favorite match of that weekend was, but for me, that was that XT title match main event was my match of the weekend a couple weeks ago. Oh, I agree. Between that and then um, the men's rumble, men's rumble match overall, I would say, did it for me that weekend. Yeah. So let's skip then to the Rumble match. Um we had the men's rumble match, the women's rumble match. We kind of skip ahead here. So, with the women's rumble match being the main event, what was kind of the atmosphere? I guess the chatter in the arena was everyone just assuming Ronda Rousey was going to come out at thirty. After thirty, she didn't come out at thirty. Did, she, did everyone kind of give up? What was the talk around being there that night? Initially, people were kind of surprised the men's match went on third versus the women's. But I thought, you know, with all the hype, of course they're going to put it on last. Sure. Uh, there are a lot of people. A lot of people assume she's gonna be number thirty. Come out and win it. Then when she didn't, they're like, okay, she's coming out either later than either she's, she's gonna come out or she'll make an appearance on Raw and challenge. You know, one of the cha- you know maybe a challenge Alexa or say mm-hmm. I'm here to challenge whoever. That was the overall chatter. At least people I was sitting there with. Yeah, no, but it seemed what was funny. We were watching on TV on the network, and when the, they were doing the countdown for thirty, we were like, look at everyone standing because everyone's kind of hoping, hey, maybe it'll be Rousey or someone else fun. We all, I guess, forgot Trish was announced for the Rumble, but she wasn't in there yet. You just kind of forget about it because there's so many people. And that was, I think, was really cool about the women's Rumble this year was all the surprises for yeah, a lot of surprises. People. Yeah, a lot of surprises. That, that definitely helps make it, okay, who's going to come out next? Who are they going to bring back? Um, I think by the time 29 hit, everyone knew. I think these people I said, with, okay, they figured, okay, it's not going to be Ronda. It's going to be Trish. So mm-hmm. Ronda will come out on Raw the next night. But before the match started, people were assuming Ronda was going to be number 30. The initial run, she came out when Ronda, when her music hit. The crowd, I think, went pretty nuts. And we were watching at home, getting excited about it too, because it was a cool moment. 
And then the, the the sequence was a little bit awkward to watch on TV where she just kind of pointed a few times. Was everyone kind of waiting for something to happen, or is it just kind of, okay, we're just going to get this and that's it? Well, when Asuka won, it's kind of like, okay, we saw this coming, and then the, the two champions in the ring, it's like, okay, this is kind of, that felt a little weird live on TV. It's like, okay, what's going on? We can't hear what's going on. Is she going to make the decision? Is she going to choose now? Yeah, because they did it with, with Nakamura earlier, so it would have made sense to. Exactly, yeah. So that's what we were assuming. Then everyone just kind of stood there like, okay, is this the end of the show? We couldn't tell. Uh-huh. And then and Ronnie's just here like, oh, okay, yeah, she's going to make her presence known. And for me, it didn't seem awkward. I figured she'd just come out and, you know, either, you know, stare down, stare all three down and point at the sign and leave. That's what I kind of saw coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, obviously you're not going to leave because the people in the front row are always the last ones to leave the arena. Not because that's what they want to be. It's just that's the nature of it. You know, you're, you're the last to leave. Were there people starting to leave after the Women's Rumble ended and then kind of coming back after Ronnie's music hit? Did you notice that at all? There's a few. I didn't pay attention too much time, but I mean, sure. it's the norm. As soon as, as soon as the final match ends, a lot of people bolt towards the doors. But I mean, to me, you never never do that. Cause you never know what's going to happen. Yeah. So exactly. I I always wait. I mean, whether you know, like, like yeah, a lot of times the front row you leave last because you have to get your chair and get out. But even if there's not a chair, I wait until I see the announcers take their headsets off and walk towards the back. Because then I know, okay, nothing else is going to happen. It's 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 good. To, you're good to go. Did they boot you guys out, or did they like because afterwards Ronda was doing a bunch of media on the stage at the arena? Did they boot everybody out, or did you guys see her doing that too? We saw her doing it, we, and uh, she was coming down, giving people high fives, taking selfies, and uh, I ran over there to get uh, try to get one, and she came up, and then they pulled her back to go back on stage to do more interviews on the ramp. It's and okay. I was like, okay, you got to like, work okay, on your uh, you got to work on your selfie game anyway, as you you've self criticized yourself. <laughs> yeah, I, I do need to. Yeah, or uh, you know, I, I, I also had a backup. I had a friend who was ready to take a picture too, so I I, I had backup. Yeah, yeah. There I you was go. I was a little slow getting over there. That was my problem. Yeah, it's okay. You get the high five from her, you know, coming down the, the ring and everything. Either, regardless of what everyone thinks of it, it was still a cool moment, and it was something that definitely got a lot of hype from everybody, from wrestling fans and, and non wrestling fans. The men's rumble match that night. I thought was one of the better men's rumble matches, maybe since I don't know 2013, even when Cena won. I couldn't even think of a one a more recent, better one. What do you guys think? Because you've been to a bunch of them now. Where would you rank this one for rumbles that you've been to? Uh, been to uh, probably one of the best ones I've personally I've seen live in person since '07. Right. The Taker one, right? Um, I, th- I thought overall the end to start the, everything booked was great. You know, it wasn't, you know, always have two top stars coming out, always in the mid-cards, and okay, now we're down two guys. Someone's coming out, oh, tossed over five seconds. They seem to be the norm for a while, but now it's like they had several guys in the ring at once. They haven't done that in a while, at least from what I remember. And then mm-hmm. it ended with several top stars. You know, I thought, okay, either one of these they could tease us and go with. With, with paper, you know, Balor, yeah, yeah, Balor and Cena and all them. I was like, wow, this is actually pretty good. Yeah, yeah, we were we were talking about that too when we were watching it. Like, you could realistically think anybody can win this match right now with the last six or seven guys that were in there. Yeah, that's how it should be. Right, right. With because you've been to a bunch of pay per views, you've been to gimmick pay per views, like Elimination Chamber, for example, last night, WrestleManias, TLCs, all that stuff. Where would you rank Rumbles for ones that you've gotten to go to, like as far as specific pay-per-view is that like a top one or is it somewhere in the middle for being there live how do you think rumbles are rumbles are definitely top they're always except for the most part they're always exciting you never know i mean granted at the end you can always say okay that wasn't as great as i thought it'd be but at least the hype and uh you never know the surprise entrance uh, you know who's gonna enter the rumble yeah that makes for a makes for a fun night honestly yeah and what's funny is when I, i've been to one rumble i went to one when it was in st louis a few years back because it was a quick drive i'm like you know what? i'm gonna go i got in my car that day and went down there um 
what thing was crazy about it is I was watching you're like, oh man, we're already at like 28. I feel like we just started this match. It flies by when you're there live. At least it did for me. It normally does. Yeah, it, it really does. Especially when it's, when it's booked well and it's exciting like that. Yeah, for sure. And they kind of built up a little bit. Uh, they went back and forth with this Elimination Chamber pay-per-view. And with the pay-per-view, what did you think of the Chamber one you were at last night? Oh, I thought the women killed it. Then the women's chamber and Asuka and Naya. Yeah, I thought uh, the women's chamber match surprised me, especially how exciting it was. And when Alexa Bliss was doing her promo afterwards at the end, I'm like, are they turning her like good? Like they had me going. And then all of a sudden she turned everybody. What The crowd was really getting behind her. Were you guys experiencing that being there? I mean, overall, the crowd was behind her when she first came out and through the whole thing. I mean, she, I mean, she definitely, people were supportive of her, and they were, they loved it. You know, honestly, when she was kind of like, people were kind of curious, like, when she's doing her face thing, like, is she going to turn face? Maybe have her face a heel Naya for Mania? Maybe ask my, and maybe move Asuka to face Charlotte at WrestleMania? Uh-huh. And, and then when she did her heel, people were like, like, oh, okay, that's the Alexa we know and love. We yeah. love that little... The kind of you know bitch attitude and well, what's funny is people are like, oh, you got us. Okay, we're cool with you. That they were happy that they got they got like taken for a ride a little bit too. Uh, exactly. I don't know if you could really see it because I guess talk about that. Is it harder to see because you're as close as you could possibly get without being over the guardrail? Is it hard to see in the in a chamber match because you got a big beam in the middle? There's chains up. Is it tough to see in there? Where I was, no, there was no beam in my way. Okay. Um, but in the chains, no. Um, and, you know, it's kind of hell to sell. It's not, you yeah. know, it's not really that bad. The only one that I've heard is bad that I have not experienced is the Punjabi prison. <laughs> I heard that's really just, that's just horrible all around from what I've heard. Yeah. I've, I've been to a Punjabi prison match, uh, when it was at the Allstate when Batista faced the great Kali years ago. And you can't see anything. I can confirm that from being there live. Uh, the women's match, we both liked it. It seemed like a lot. What about the men's match? Because, it happened, and Roman Reigns won, and some people are, are pissed off about it, just like you would expect. Um, what was the crowd there like from your perspective? Was it people were like pissed at the very end, or were they just accepting of it? What was it when you were there? Um, they had like, a lot of people were excited, had a lot of high hopes that yeah. they'd do something different. I think when it finally came down, when as soon as Balor was eliminated, people were like, you kind of kind of started sucking energy out. Like, okay, we know they're not going to do anything unpredictable. And then, then last night I thought, okay, maybe they'll go with Braun Strowman to win it. You know, they kind of started getting into it. Then when Roman won, you know, some people were pissed, but it's kind of like, you know, what can you do? You saw it coming. You're kind of, you had, you got time to prepare yourself for it. Exactly, exactly. And we'll see. I mean, regardless of where they go with the storyline, if they get Strowman involved later throughout the weeks between now and WrestleMania or whatever, the Lesnar Reigns match two year or three years ago now, time's flying by. That one, uh, was pretty damn good. So we'll see what they could do at this this next WrestleMania. If they end up having it like that, who knows what will happen. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there's, there's still six weeks to change things, add stuff in. They've been known to do that before. It wouldn't be the first time. So, I mean, get a chance to see where it goes. You know, nothing you can do about it. You know, if you don't like it, don't watch it. <laughs> I guess that, that's the simplest thing to do. That's a T-shirt. I mean, don't not, like it, don't watch it. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, it's not like you apply for a job and become a writer and take over the company. I mean, it still comes down to Vince. You can write all mm-hmm. you want, but it all comes down to Vince. So unless you want to... If you find a way to replace Vince, it's not going to happen. The only reason I, I was kind of told myself, like, there's no way Strowman's going to win is because every year after WrestleMania, the champions are on Good Morning America the next day. And I don't yes. see Braun Strowman sitting down on Good Morning America with a title. I could be wrong, but I just don't see that, at least not yet. 
Not yet. Not maybe one day, but not yet. Maybe not. Not yet. But he's entertaining. So there's lots of. I will say one thing about this year. Everyone kind of thinks they know where they're going for WrestleMania, but nobody really knows. Like, did you see the uh, Raw talk after the pay per view last night with with Cena? What he did on there. Uh, I, I, uh, or a friend of mine replayed that on his phone uh, late last night, and I heard it. I was like, okay, I kind of see where they could be going with this. Yeah, we'll see. Either way, it, it's intriguing, um, which I'm looking yeah. forward to. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just, you know, people are definitely complaining, oh, how predictable Reigns and Lesnar. I'm like, you know, it's not any more predicting when Austin and Rock versus many of 15 and 17. I saw that coming a mile away mm-hmm. for, you know, months and months, even a year on out. That wasn't hard to figure out. So I was like, you know, let's not forget how predictable that was time, back then, too. Yeah, and it's, it's, it, just enjoy the show. You know, you can hate stuff, you can love stuff, but at the end of the day, if you're a wrestling fan, try to enjoy it for what it is. And, you know, if this is going to be the match, don't go into it expecting it's going to be awful, which I think exactly. a lot of people did with the Roman-Brock match before, and they were like, oh, wow, this is a damn good match. What, did, what were we thinking being mad at this? Exactly, yeah. And the other big angle before we talk about the Oscar nia match, which I thought kind of stole the show a little bit, um, was the Ronda Rousey segment, which started off a little rough. But as soon as Kurt Angle got involved, I thought it took off, and I thought it was great. Um, oh, yeah, I thought, it was, I thought it was great, too. The problem with I mean, the arena, the sound, the acoustics is great for when fans are cheering. Yeah. But when they're on a microphone, you can barely hear what they're saying. Now, yeah. that, that was tough. I mean, I think when Kurt finally spoke, you kind of start picking out the words, figure where they're going. But even then, it's still tough. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> then, then, then uh, when uh, Ronda got slapped the hell by Steph, I was like, oh, Steph really smacked her in the face. That wasn't held back at all, too. No, I think that, like the time that she smacked uh, Rock at Mania 31, I, I don't think she held back either. So, I mean, she, she's she got a good, powerful slap. Yeah, we'll see where they're going with it. Maybe they're going to do, you know, Kurt Angle and Ronda versus Triple H and stuff. We'll see where they're going. And I read people online complaining that, you know, oh, we want Ronda versus Charlotte. And I'm like, Ronda isn't, hasn't been wrestling very long. She can't really necessarily do a one-on-one match just yet. Let's let her grow a little bit before we throw into that big of a show. Well, not only that, but it's like, okay, you want her to come right in and jump to the top like that in a title match? I mean, aren't these the same fans who usually get pissed off when that happens? Now you want it to happen? It's like, make up your mind on what do you want. They want what they want specifically. And uh, we were joking. And they too. don't know what that is. Well, we were joking too, me and my buddies, because Ziggler's in this match, uh, this fatal five-way at Fastlane. Like, wouldn't it be hilarious if Ziggler won the title? After all these years of people complaining about not getting a push, it'd be the worst possible time for him to, to win the championship. Oh yeah, they get, then they then they get pissed. It's like you're not getting AJ versus Nakamura, you know, one on one. Yeah, exactly. And we'll see. Uh, the show this year at WrestleMania, I think, should be fun. Are you going to speak before we get to WrestleMania stuff? Are you going to the Fastlane show too in Columbus? Yeah, yeah. I've got a lot of shows coming up the next few weeks. I don't know how I'm going to survive it. <laughs> well, at least you have a little break between your last show in New Orleans because WrestleMania is the big one. Oh yeah, no. I mean, I still got Raw next week, and then Fastlane, and then a couple more Raws. And then New Orleans, and yeah, finally, finally a break. Finally a break. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we could switch. We could talk about WrestleMania a little bit too. Uh, I mentioned on Twitter a few weeks ago in my show last week. I'm going to go to WrestleMania this year. I wasn't going to go, but then ironically, one of my buddies texted me who doesn't watch wrestling, and he's like, "I need a guy's trip." I'm like, do you want to go to WrestleMania? He said, "Absolutely." So I'm really looking forward to seeing it through his eyes of someone who's not a really a wrestling fan. He hasn't really watched it since he was a kid. So I'm really looking forward to seeing how he experiences it. Because I kind of told him, like, you think you really know what you're getting into until you get there. Like, yeah, this is totally different. And even then, all the manias I've got, I've been going to, it's different from when I started going. A lot of things have changed. It's just, yeah. yeah. 
it's just there's wrestling and it's literally people from all over the world I've talked to. You know, I was waiting in line with some guy from Northern Ireland last time I was there. We had a conversation for like 25 minutes just talking about wrestling stuff. Some complete stranger and everybody's super nice and really looking forward to it. What is on your agenda in New Orleans this year? Are you packed from Thursday to, to, to Tuesday? Are you packed the whole time? Um, for the most part, I'll have Friday morning time to chill and relax. Mm-hmm. The same with a little bit of Saturday morning. And then I'll have a little bit of time Tuesday morning. Mm-hmm. Until I, until I, but other than that, uh, it's going to be almost nonstop. By the time I land late Wednesday night until I leave early the following Wednesday morning. And you're doing the whole travel package, right? They got you in the hotel and all that stuff too? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. They got me all that. The special events, the pre-receptions, um, all the tickets to all the events. Uh, mm-hmm. Came with a couple of the PIB, uh, PIB yep. access tickets and uh, we've, we were talking about this on Twitter a little bit. So for people that are going to WrestleMania for the first time this year or maybe have never done access, we are both in agreement that unless you're doing VIP, it's not really worth it. Um, do you want to elaborate no, I, a little bit on how access kind of works for people that have never been there before? Sure, yeah. I mean, I mean outside of Thursday night, you know, Thursday night you probably the only time I would recommend doing a, a GA ticket. Mm-hmm. Um, but – the how it works is okay. You're gonna have two separate lines to get you know to get in. I call it the cattle call. You know <laughs> they got they heard they heard us all into one area, and then and then you know two separate lines. One for GA, GA, one for the PVIP VIP ticket holders. Yeah. Um, those VIP people will get in right 10, 15 minutes early, um, and then you know scan your ticket. They'll check your bags like any, like any other normal entry right, into right. an event, um, and then they'll let the GA people in now. No one knows, or the staff there, the volunteers, they're not going to know who's going to be where. The wrestlers won't even be out ready until, you know, on time or even late. So you don't know what station they're going to be at for what two-hour block. If you're lucky to find someone in a suit and tie with a clipboard and a badge, they might be nice and tell you. But even then, they say every year we get more disorganized and things could change like that. You know, they may send, think, oh, this person will be at station one. Nope, now they're going to be at station 11. Yeah. And so when you're in line, your- when you're in line, it's you. Another thing is when you're in line, like it could be Zach Ryder. When you're in line, then halfway through they could switch it out. Oh, here's IRS now for you, exactly because of schedule. Right. Um, well, not only that, but uh, people like um, I know a lot of people were disappointed. Like, so we were disappointed last year. It's like, oh, Kevin Owens is a GA. He's going to be at this time, you know, on this day, like you know, eight to ten. I don't know, eight to say eight to ten in the morning. Yeah. But he might just be at the photo booth where there's no autographs. You just go and take a picture. Boom, that's it. Finn Balor, when he was doing GA last year, was only taking pictures in the limits chamber, no autographs. So mm-hmm. boom, and that was a long line. I mean, a super long line. Saturdays are probably especially the afternoon one, the midday one, probably the worst one to go to. The Saturday night one during NXT might be okay because most people are going to be out there or the Ring of Honor show. Mm-hmm. And you're going NXT because that's part of the package, right? Yeah, and then we also have our pre-reception in, you know, right. in the arena too. Right, right. Uh, and then with VIP and premium VIP, you could go over how but that works a little bit. Basically, you pick your people, and no matter what time you get there, as long as you're in that block, you're guaranteed to meet and get the autograph with your wrestler of your choice, right? Correct, yeah. I, I would recommend just keeping tabs. I know, like last year, uh, Samoa Joe, like hardly anyone bought his ticket, so people were like, okay, I'll, I'll wait until near the end of his two-hour block. Well, you know, he was done with an hour plus to go because no one, no one really bought his ticket. So they said, okay, you're done. You can go on back. But then they had to recall it. They had people were like, no, no, no. You know, we, you know, we got here later with this such, such. You still haven't got to meet him. They said, okay, let's go in that way. They took him to the back. They took pictures and got mm-hmm. the autograph. So I would kind of keep an eye on it. You know, definitely if they're from, let's say, 
8 p.m. to 10 p.m., try to be in line around 9.30. Yeah. Just to make sure. Or at least keep, you know, or have a friend, if you're with somebody, have them, you know, go check on that. And the other thing I would say, you mentioned Thursday and it's a good night. When I've gone to Access before general admission, I've gone the day of WrestleMania, that Sunday morning, and it's usually pretty open that day, mostly because a lot of the big stars aren't there. Um, so if you want to meet some of the older guys like the legends, like Million Dollar Man I met or Hacksaw Jim Duggan, I've done that before. So that works out as well if you guys are looking for a, more of a relaxed day as the Sunday of WrestleMania, you can go to Access too. Yeah, usually so. I know it depends. And like, I know in, for Dallas that Sunday, it was jam-packed because oh, really? the Bellas were there. Because the, oh. the Bellas were there if you wanted to be, do that. So that was tough. But the, other than that, if like I said, if you want to meet some of the older stars and the legends, mm-hmm. you, you, you'll have no problem doing that. Same with Thursday, you know, have meeting the legends or probably like legends on a Saturday night if you don't want to go to NXT or Ring of Honor. And also uh, the VIP packages and the premium ones are technically sold out, but keep your eye on Ticketmaster, guys. They get released all the time. Last week they just released a bunch of Ortons and Alexa Blisses. And also well, – They released everybody. They released almost everybody. Everyone came available and yeah. open. And and they'll and they'll do it again. It's just random. They're trying to keep the brokers and the scalpers away. They try as best. That's why they randomly release, you know, at odd oddball times and days. Exactly, and that's how I got my mini tickets this year. You know, it was they they blocked all these tickets, and then all of a sudden I have awesome seats on the risers like five rows up. Um, yeah. That I just picked up, you know, because I just had my eye on Ticketmaster, and also for we talked about they have like the NXT panel as part of a VIP package. I think that's going to drop pretty low where you get them below face value, maybe on StubHub or something, if you guys want to check those out too. Just keep your oh, eye yeah. out. People get desperate to sell stuff. Just keep your eye out. Oh, yeah, and the access tickets, you know, like I said, if, if less of someone like, you know, Cena or Taker, who people don't, don't do stuff like that anymore, most of the time they drop to face or below on StubHub. You know, just wait wait it out if you have some patience. Um, but like I said, like the NXT, the three, you know, Ember Moon and uh, Amos, you know. Yeah. I don't think I don't think that's even sold out yet. I think Dean I think Dean Ambrose hasn't even sold out yet on Ticketmaster. So just yeah. uh, you know, so people who bought them trying to sell them on StubHub, you know, they're going to be desperate to uh, pawn them off. You know, give it give it time, have some patience with it. Yeah, and if you guys also are on the WrestlingForums.com, there's a ticket exchange thread in there too, where you can meet up with people. They're usually willing to sell them for face or below. You don't have to pay StubHub fees and all that too. So people are in a, there's wrestling fans all over New Orleans. You should be okay if you're looking to get somewhere. I know some oh, people yeah. that go and don't even go show up with tickets to anything, and they buy them all through like word of mouth, which I could never do. It would drive me nuts. But I know some oh, yeah, people I can't do that. Do that. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I, I I can't do that. Yeah, no, I can't uh, at all. I have to have my stuff in advance and set in stone yeah. and, and good to go. Exactly. Like I'm texting with my buddy about this trip, and I'm telling him like this time we're gonna do this, and I got tickets for this. He's like, "You're planning?" I'm like, "Yes, I have to be. Here. I'll drive myself nuts." Well, that's the thing. You also, for anyone who's ever done to me, done many before, you know, you need to kind of plan things out. There's so much going on. You mm-hmm. don't miss out. Prioritize what you want to do and make and just kind of you know bullet bullet point what you want to do and have a and have a game plan ready. Yeah, another difference, too, uh, for guys that are going this time this year or have never been, so for Access and WrestleCon, there's a pretty big difference between the two. Uh, WrestleCon, you pay for your ticket to get in, and you pay per autograph or per photo, whatever the talent is charging. Whereas exactly. Access, sometimes, you pay your ticket, and you get that's all-inclusive. Yeah, and, a lot, and sometimes it's cash-only, like, you know, I know, like, Flair and Sting last year, it was cash-only, no credit cards yep. accepted at the table, no pre-orders, they want that cash. Some you can pay for credit cards right there at the table. Some, you know, it, it varies. You yeah. don't have pictures made by tens, but that's also extra too. You pay for the autograph plus the picture. You don't have one of your own. 
you know, if you want to photograph, whether it's your cell phone or whatever, that's extra too, and mm-hmm. that can really add up. Yeah, for sure. And if you guys, um, if you can, go to WrestleCon.com website. You could pre-order some of them. But like you said, some don't take pre-orders. Like Sting and I think Ric Flair are part of primetime appearances, mm-hmm. and they don't take pre-orders, which is so weird to me. I guess they want – I don't know what they're doing with all that cash, but they're doing something with it. All that cash on the table, honestly, <laughs> but I mean, who, who knows? Yeah, and yeah, WrestleCon, yeah. um, I didn't go a few years ago, but what's cool is someone like the independent wrestlers that are there, you can just go up to their table and just talk with them um, and just have, oh, yeah, have conversation with them. Oh, yeah, talk. They'll, yeah, they'll talk to you off. You know, where, like last year, Tony Schiavone was doing that. It was pretty cool. You know, just pick his brain. Like, you know, Gary Michael Petta and some others. Just pick their brain. You know, they'll talk to you. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And it's, um, it's WrestleCon, I would compare it to Comic-Con a little bit, where it's, yeah. it's just a herd of tables and people but with rest specifically wrestling and not, not their stuff too, which I think is kind of cool. And I'm going to go there. I think guys on Friday this year, I'm going to head out. And I think you said you're going to there for a little bit on Friday, just to say hello to a few friends. Exactly. I'll say hello to a few friends. Yeah. Oh, oh one more point also on the access for people who yep. don't know. Cause I've got this question a lot. If you buy like a VIP or yep. PVIP that, that is just for that one star. And you know, people have asked me, well, can my son go? Can I, can I take my friend? I'm like, they have to have a ticket too, unfortunately. So, because yeah. they will check for wristbands and tickets, they usually are very hardcore about that. What's cool is though, well, not cool, I guess. So, other people have, like, my friend was asking me. So, when you buy your premium VIP ticket, that also includes your admission to the general access. You don't have to buy an additional ticket, which I think people sometimes Correct. get confused about. Correct. Yeah. Now, you don't you don't get any special privileges like skip the line. You know, like we used two years ago, they tried that one or two once or one, one year or two years, and then I guess they took that away, but. Mm. The only thing I guaranteed with that with that one premium or VIP is just that one star you pick. So who are you meeting this year? Who's your VIP stuff for this year? Uh, I got uh, Goldberg and Ballers because I've met them before, but I, I have certain picture, a couple, I have certain pictures of each. I want them to sign. Mm-hmm. Well, that'll be fun. That's, yeah, I mean that's, that's the only reason because I other than that, I'd be, other than that, you know, kind of you know met them all and stuff like that. But it's still kind of just a fun atmosphere. Yeah, I mean, you're still around wrestling fans, and you know, you're still around. It, there's posters and there's memorabilia and stuff too. If you want to go to Access just to kind of walk around and check stuff out, it's definitely something to do. I personally don't think it's worth the fifty-five dollars they charge just to look around. But yeah, I, I, it's still, it's still like if they charge like fifteen bucks for like say non-autograph, non-photo, just to look at stuff, I would definitely go just to look at the Hall of Fame stuff and all the other stuff. But fifty-five is a little steep. No, fifteen bucks. 2018 with the exchange rates got you every chance to meet every top star and right. all the memorabilia stuff. <laughs> Times have changed. Yeah, right, for sure, for sure. But, hey, they're not getting crazy yet. I mean, ringside packages are getting a little out there, but at least you didn't buy the, the $10,000 package they had this year, like the, the oh, private it's, jet. It's an absolute rip off. <laughs> that is, I mean, because you're flying on a Saturday at a specific time, mm-hmm. and you're flying out on a Monday at a specific time, so you only have tickets for NXT and Mania, and, you know, who do you think you're really going to get as a big star when, you know, most of them are going to be tied up for Mania or NXT? So who are you going to, who are you going to get? You're going to pay money to fly on a jet with, you know, and this is not mean disrespectful, sure. but with, you know, Howard Finkel or, right. you know, I mean, the Brooklyn Brawler, Sergeant Slaughter. I mean, <laughs> seriously, who are you going to get? You know, I mean, it's not going to be Triple H. He's going to be backstage, you know, running NXT. Maybe if they guaranteed you get to ride with Vince, it'd be worth it, maybe. That's exactly what I emailed him, too. I said, if I would have done that if you'd have guaranteed me on a flight with Vince McMahon <laughs> on, his, on, their, on, their, on yep. their, their private jet. The Air WWE, yep, that'd be the only way to do it, because that's, a, that's exactly. really a once-in-a-lifetime thing. Uh, yes. The, the other thing they've got, uh, besides all the wrestling, is the Hall of Fame ceremony. I've went once, and just to me, it's um, it's fun, 
but I don't get as much. I don't get anything out of it as I would have on TV. Uh, do you go every year? Because it's part of the package, or do you skip it? Do you, or do you go every year? I go. Some, I like it for the most part. I kind of miss it when it's in the smaller venues. Yeah, it's more intimate. But um, no, I, overall I enjoy. It. There are times it goes long, and I'm like, okay, can we get, can we speed this along, please? You know. <laughs> but I mean, no, I, I enjoy listening just for the stories of the wrestlers and just. I don't know, just kind of a nice, something different, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you go to actually a lot of wrestling shows, something, it's it's, a, it's wrestling, but it's different. And it's, it's also, when I went, it was like, it gave me a chance to kind of just like, all right, I'm just going to sit down and just relax for two and a half hours. Where you don't exactly. have to jump in down, just chill. If you want to have a drink, you can too. It's in an arena. So that was cool too. Oh, exactly, yeah. A chance to just chill and relax, you know? And now that's Friday night, it's kind of like a nice warm-up before the rest of the show start. Mm-hmm. One of my tips, too, for people going is for the Superstore, which, if you guys don't know, is basically a WWE fan's, like, dream. You think of any merchandise yeah. possible. It's it's in there. It's in, a, it's, in a, it's in a pop-up store they built that's huge. They've got sizes. They've got everything. And it seems like the first Thursday, people, like, rush to that store. And I don't really know why, unless they're looking for well, some exclusive merchandise. I don't really well, get last, it. It used to not be that way. Last year, I think, because they had, Everyone thought it would be extremely limited, that New Day belt, yeah. the commemorative one. Yeah. I think a lot of people rushed towards that. Now, also, it was also very well disorganized by the local staff who had no clue what they were doing. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, in the store opens at noon. Now, at 1 o'clock, there was a free meet and greet for the first two, 300 people. And I think at that time, it was Becky Lynch. And it was like one of those, they also said, hey, the first 100 or maybe just that day, those who meet get exclu- it's exclusive signed or mania photo by her. Yeah. And so it's all like people show up for that, but they mix this all together. Uh, and then they finally broke, they finally split people apart. Right. And I think some people still got confused on which line to go in. Yeah. This like- one I remember. And I think a lot of people also rushed towards that. Uh, the the belt display area uh-huh. to get that new day belt, which is still somewhat available on WWE shops. I think they're a little uh, fictitious about how many they printed because those are still available. Oh, exactly. Yeah, I mean they sold out fast at the superstore, but then you know, <laughs> you know everyone just assumed it's so limited, and it turned out it wasn't. But yeah, in the years past, it was not that busy. I, I'm not sure what's causing that. Mm-hmm. And it's open all day, guys, too. And, um, you know, if you just want to go there. And also, I recommend if you want to buy something, buy something there. Not the day of Mania. You don't want to be carrying stuff around the day of the show or all that. Just buy it all beforehand. There's nothing that I've ever seen that was exclusive to the actual show of WrestleMania that's not at the Superstore. Yeah, I mean, they'll have tons of shirts. And they're they're all, you know, know, go on like a Friday, you know, or a Saturday, you know, just sort of kill some time if you don't want to do access. Or or if you do go to access and you want to just kind of take a break, go walk around the Superstore and just try on different shirts they're always restocking and putting stuff out so yeah and the, and uh the last time i was there because i skipped last year in dallas the people were super helpful to to me and my wife yeah. they were like do you need a different size i go back and check if we got it and like it was they were super cool and helpful so maybe it was just a, a one-off that last year was kind of a mess but yeah well, i mean they were nice once they're inside it's just they were disorganized you know have because they had you know the opening superstore and then the the signing that started at one o'clock and you mm-hmm. know hopefully and i know new orleans they had it nice and organized hopefully they will again yeah and you're it's it's is it the same spot the access and the superstore and the same convention center it was before? It, yeah, I'm assuming it's also the same hall. They haven't told us yet, but I'm assuming it's the exact same hall and same you know, or same or similar setup. Yeah, and for those who haven't been to New Orleans, for me it was the perfect setup for WrestleMania because I walked everywhere. I don't think I took a car anywhere that that whole week I was there. No, you don't need it. No, uh, uh-uh, you don't need it at all. You could literally walk to the Superdome from the Bourbon Street French Quarter area, and that's what everybody yes, did. Or- 
Exactly, or to the convention center, or to the arena, or even to WrestleCon. It's all walkable. Should should be nice weather unless it rains. So no, you, rain, no big deal. Just walk faster if it's raining, right? No big deal. Exactly. Yeah. You know, if if you're going out and partying on Bourbon Street at night, watch watch your step. Yeah. So you don't step in something or slip in something. Well, well, my people were telling me Bourbon Street's fun. It kind of smells like piss, but it, but it's a lot of fun. Oh, it smells like horseshit too. There's a lot of that there. <laughs> but you, you have, have to fun. watch your step. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, you have fun. Yeah. I'm an early bird too, so I get up and like I walk to Bourbon Street to grab some breakfast, and I'm like, "How do they clean this?" You see all the street cleaners literally just spraying water and yeah, soap or, down the street every morning. Yeah, I mean, and that, that place is like night. I mean, like night and day, totally different from the daytime of regulars to you know people to the partiers at night. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's fun. If you guys want to have a few drinks and stuff, do that. What I've told people before too is like, especially the day of Mania, it's a long show. So don't go nuts like pre-gaming drinking before the show. Like take it easy. You're in for a long night. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Now that it's you know with the pre-show and everything else, it's seven hours plus. What pace, pace yourself? What do you have to get there early for like a reception thing the day of Mania? Do you have anything special that day? Um, no, they're doing reception for those who bought that other package, the airplane package. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, we we have our own special entrance, our own separate one, which mm-hmm. is nice. Yeah. But, I mean, nice. I'll, yeah, but no, I'll just get there, then get to my seat and chill and relax and. Right. Hang out. Well, uh, let's let's say this. So somebody wants your, to buy your seat off of you on the street. What's your top dollar for somebody if they want it? <laughs> oh, I'm not sure. I have, I have to think about that, but it'd be a lot. <laughs> it'd be a lot, yeah, because the rest of the chairs are cool chairs. They're not like the, the ringsider ones, which are just kind of okay sometimes. Yeah, um, no, the many ones are always nice and special. Yeah, for sure, especially for you. For you know, These are big trips for you and your friends that go every year and – um, they're they're a lot of fun. Now the last thing you got is just the main uh, the raw. Are you going to SmackDown too, or just the raw? Oh, for a Mania weekend? Yes. Oh yeah, that that came with the package. Mm-hmm. At least that, that's the the part I chose. I chose to add that on. Okay, okay. So the raw after is fun. We'll see how SmackDown is. Uh, my tip for everyone, and this is how when SmackDown was in Chicago in December, I was I was you know Carrie was front row like he always is. I was up in the nosebleeds, and then SmackDown in two hundred five live started. I was like, hey, there's not there's nobody down there. So I snuck out of the second row, and I do have to admit, being there just for the 205 Live show and for the SmackDown Dark match, it's totally a totally different experience. Even being, like, two rows behind, you know, the announce table is just awesome. So for anyone, like, on the fence about doing it sometime, go for it. It's it's a completely different experience being that close as opposed to being even in the 100-level seats. Oh, yeah, because you feel like you're right up there, right a part of the action. I mean, it's definitely a... Definitely difference. And one thing I noticed, too, so I go to a lot of sometimes independent wrestling shows, and obviously those ones you could get as close as you want because there aren't that big of crowds. So I'm up close to them. And then being up close to the WWE wrestlers, you realize just how good they are and, like, how smooth they are in the ring. And, like, it comes off a little bit on TV, but with the camera cut, sometimes it's hard to tell. But I get a lot more I get a lot more appreciative of just how good they are, all those wrestlers in the ring being that close to them, which I'm sure you see all the time. Well, yeah, that is how the production team works and the communication with the wrestlers and the referees and how it all just flows together. I mean, that's yeah, they they have a good system in place. Yeah, they 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 they've been around for at least a couple of years. They know what they're doing, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, they they, they kind of have an idea what they're doing. All right, before we wrap up, you got any other uh, mania tips or questions or everyone just to say what's up to you in your collar elbow shirt? I'm sure you'll be out all week. Gary's a cool guy. I'm sure he'll say what's up to you if you say hi to him. So yeah, feel free to say hello. Um, you know, sometimes many weekend, you know, you know, like a like a kid with ADD, you know, I'm like all might be all over the place. But I'll say, you know, say <laughs> hi. I'll say hi back. Sometimes I'm easy, sometimes I'm distracted if I got five six people coming at me in different directions. Yeah. But I, you know, I will say hi hi to you. 
Yeah, I'm so, sure. I'm sure I'll run into you, or I'll, I'll make I'll make it a purposeful thing to run into you sometime over uh, the week, mini weekend for sure. Oh yeah, because I mean it's kind of a small area, so I mean you know you'll even run into wrestlers sometimes partying a night on Bourbon Street. So yeah, I remember last time in New Orleans, uh, Rob Van Dam and Alberto Del Rio were both in a bar, and the DJ was trying to get them to like fight, and it was super awkward because like it got a little too escalated really quickly, and then RVD did a, a front flip into the crowd like as a crowd as a stage dive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember hearing about that. I didn't see it, but I remember seeing like you know Orton out and about in the streets, and mm-hmm. Roman, and Heath Slater, and Vicky Guerrero, and the, and Paige, and actually no, not Paige. Sorry, there was, there was um oh crap, I forget off the top of my head. But there, there, were, there were a couple others. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I ran, I ran to Maria Canellas. She was out there, but she was behaving. She was behaving. She had soda. She wasn't drinking. She's like, you know, I think she's like 20 at the time. She's like, yeah. nope, I'm not doing this. I'm <laughs> yeah. not damaging, you know. Everyone's got cell phones. I'd be, I'll be, i be kicked out as soon as somebody gets this on Twitter or something. Exactly. Yeah, well, have, um, I'm sure you'll have fun. And have fun at your next few shows coming up. Make sure to take it easy a little bit. Um, don't go too crazy. you got to save up for your big mania, mania trip. Um, oh, yeah. And then, like any younger. Yeah. <laughs> that's true and i was i was joking with someone about that too there because i was talking with people just on forums and and stuff like that They're like i'm gonna drink a hurricane and this and that i'm like you guys are out of your mind like i could have a couple beers and i'm, I'm okay i'm not gonna go nuts yeah don't go nuts. the drinks are cheap and plentiful but yeah don't, don't get you know if you're gonna get hammered do it like on a wednesday or thursday night you mm-hmm. know don't do it saturday night yeah and that's the thing too in new orleans like people think it's a tourist town oh drinks are going to be crazy expensive they're cheaper than i've ever been anywhere i've ever been in my life i I got one beer. They gave me three. They're like, it's buy one, get two free. I'm like, what the hell? What do you mean get two free? Yeah, no, it is cheap and they're plentiful. So, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. but just don't get caught up in that. And, you know, like I said, get so hammered Saturday night that you mm-hmm. can't even enjoy or even make it to Mania the next day. Oh, speaking, I, I meant to ask you about this. So, at Elimination Chamber, it seemed like from TV, the crowd was kind of rowdy. There was like fights and stuff in the crowd. Was something going on we couldn't see on TV? There, okay, besides the beach balls that were going on, apparently at some point, I'm not sure when, if it was during or after, someone, some people got in a fight in the 100 level somewhere, mm-hmm. someone got body slammed, the police came over and had to arrest one or two people, I'm, I, I'm not sure if that was during the show or afterwards, I didn't hear about it until late last night. Yeah, because like, you know, you, as a viewer on TV, you get distracted when you see people standing up and looking, which is kind of annoying to see what's going on, but yeah. A lot of it was... A lot of it was the beach ball. A lot of it was the beach balls, but okay. other than that, I'm not sure what the rest of it was. I know there that, that there was kind of fight going on, but I'm not sure when exactly that took place. Well, that's going to be Las Vegas, I guess, for you. Maybe lots of speaking of drinks and everything, taking it easy. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Well, thanks again for coming on. Make sure to follow Carry On Twitter, guys, at WWE SQD Circle Guy. On uh, Instagram, collar x elbow guy. If you head to collar elbow brand, use the promo code carry. That's K E R R Y. You get ten percent off of your purchase, and then make sure to go say hey to Al Snow and everyone else that's going to be over at the collar x or the collar elbow uh, booth at WrestleCon. I think Al Snow's part of the Super Friends uh, group with um, Dave Hero. Dave Hero, yeah, this Kevin Nash, and also there's Kevin Nash's Shanghai's party Friday night. That's always a blast to go to. Lots of you know, wrestlers, legends will be out there, but even a lot of the, the current, sometimes the current stars will come out later on too after the Hall of Fame and have some drinks at the bar mm-hmm. and you're hanging out. You can hang out with them a little bit, you know, and so. Yeah, keep your eye checking out. out. Keep your eye mm-hmm. out, guys. Stuff stuff pops up, so keep your eye out. And if you want to do something or non wrestling related, there's plenty of stuff to do in New Orleans too, so keep your eye out. But, Carrie, uh, thanks for coming on as always. I'm glad we got the technology figured out, and I'm sure we'll talk. Sometime either between now in New Orleans or in New Orleans. It's just, you know, six weeks away. I can't believe it. 
It's coming fast. Yeah, it's coming fast. I appreciate you having me on. Thank you. For sure. We'll talk to you soon. I talk to you soon. Thanks again, Kerry, for coming on. Really, really appreciate it. He flew back from Vegas this morning, which is insane. I can't believe he still wanted to do the show. So I really appreciate him coming on. If you, he, like he mentioned, if you want to say what's up to in New Orleans, go for it. But he might have ADD, you know, being pulled in different directions. Just say, hey, what's up? And it'd be even better if you say, hey, Kerry, loved you on the PPW podcast. That'd be even better. Um, guys, again, thank you for all the tweets. Thank you for all of the follows and everything. We had a winner in our contest giveaway. We actually had two winners. So we had a, a figure giveaway, a Stephanie McMahon elite figure giveaway a couple weeks ago. And I just used a, a gen, uh, something online I found, like a generator to give away the figure automatic generation giveaway thing. And let me see who the original winner was. I'm sorry, guys. I'm, I'm horrible at this doing the, uh, the, the timeline thing. Oh, here we go. All right. So the original winner was at Fig Freak JLC. I was like, Hey, you won. He's like, Oh, sweet. That's cool. I'm like, and he was kind of like, honestly, I have that. I was like, Oh, well, do you want me to redraw it? Or you just want two of them? He goes, you know what? Go ahead and redraw it. I'm like, that's awesome. You know, you could have gotten a free figure, but he redrew it and we redrew it. And at Mark Caruso, two, one, six, won the figure. It'll be in the mail for you this week. You'll have a Stephanie McMahon elite figure to go in your new elite scale ring. I saw you tweet about a little while back where you purchased one of those giant rings um, based on my feedback and based on ring skirts feedback and maybe wrestling figure maniacs feedback about those uh, those elite scale rings. And you now you've got a Steph figure to slap a Ronda Rousey figure in the face, I guess. Uh, we will be back next week, hopefully, with a full show. Like I said earlier, maybe it'll be about wrestling with shadows thanks again carrie for coming on as always thank you guys for listening thank you for the tweets thank you for the follows thank you for the feedback i really really appreciate it at ppw podcast on twitter positively processing podcast on soundcloud and itunes thanks for listening we'll see you next week Spend my-